So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning, 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Ryan Wiley here, West Coast Wiley from the West Coast, obviously. No longer in Ontario, which I love Ontario. I do. Ontario treated me and my family very, very well. Um, a lot of great relationships there. I still think it's the best real estate market, the GTA, going. Um, hands down, not even close in Canada. Um, I would invest there before I invest anywhere else. I'll continue to invest there um, before I invest in Kelowna, where I am now. Um, but either way, um, glad to be out on the West Coast. Different vibe, different lifestyle. Completely different vibe out here than I'm used to. Um, just different. I'm not saying better. It's just different. Different to different people. Uh, but anyways, I'm on the West Coast. West Coast Wiley. What are we talking about today? Well, our business, our mortgage business is bursting at the seams. I'm, I pride myself in that client journey that we have. Our clients go on. Um, I think it's really good. I've spent a lot of time not perfecting it because I think you never perfect it, but just analyzing and making tweaks and ongoing tweaks. And then we just got so busy, I couldn't focus on anymore. And then now we've, we're at the point where there's just too much business. And now we're seeing there's holes in the boat. And so we've got the back end dialed in pretty good with my wife and compliance and fulfillment and our relationships with underwriters. We've got a good cadence going there. It's the front end from, you know, leads coming in and they're all warm leads. We don't do any cold leads. Um, if you find us online, uh, it's very rare we will even address that. You kind of need to be referred in. We're just kind of at that point. That's who we want to deal with. I've had people find us online and those just aren't the leads. There's so much time and energy. Sure, you might close them, but how many are you going to close? Like, hey, I found you from Google search and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, so you've also Googled eight other people and probably put feelers out and now it's a race to the bottom and we're not doing that. So I usually go, how'd you find us where you referred? Sorry, you need to be referred in. It's like a club, okay? Um, we're just lucky we can do that. Um, but we have all these leads coming in and now with the upfront document, cause we asked for so many documents up front, tracking the documents, the back and forth, I can see it's getting clunky. I can see people are getting frustrated. I can see our turnaround times are lacking. Um, whereas we're usually really phenomenal more myself. I'm usually really phenomenal now, quite frankly, my turnaround times just suck. Um, call it what it is. And it's like every day I wake up and I have like this pit in my stomach of like, Oh, I know there's like. I need to do these five things and these people are probably pissed. And, um, and so that's not a good feeling. So we've hired a full-time person to come on in and that full-time person is going to handle the upfront discovery call with clients, um, to see if there are people set them up as to what the next step is. They're going to handle, um, upfront document collection. Um, I'm not going to look at any documents up front unless obviously, you know, I need, they need my opinion on it. Um, so all that, uh, application getting that, we're going to do uh, kind of a hybrid of a little bit online and a little bit on the phone to kind of fill in the gaps and build our budgeting, which is a crucial part of our business. And then when it turns to a live deal, it'll be, um, that person will do the validating the live deal, getting it ready for submission. Um, not necessarily underwriting it because they won't have that skill set yet, 
but just getting the information in there. So, you know, we're not doing a lot of the data entry. Uh, and then following up with pre-approvals, something that we don't do because we just haven't been able to because we're so busy. So we spend all this time and energy up front, we send to them, and then we just hope they come back, and a lot of them do, but a lot of them don't, and a nice little touch point seven days later and kind of just start tracking them. So that's some holes in the boat of our business. So that's what this person's going to do. Um, so where did we get this person? Well, here's the cool part, and this is what I wanted to talk about today. So we use a service called HiredIn7Days.com. You may or may not have heard of it. Scott Peckford is part of it, obviously. He's part of a lot of amazing things for our industry. He partnered with uh, a, a girl who used to work with him. Her name's Lauren Bell. And now they run this, and Lauren has a team around her now. And their goal is to hire. They found their niche, which is helping people find their assistants um, in whatever industry. It just so happens right now they're doing mortgage, but really it's relevant for a lot of industries. And they say, hey, we'll get three top-notch people in front of you within seven days and then you do the interviews and then it's up to you to decide who you want to hire. Um, and so I went down that journey and it was phenomenal. Um, I actually only interviewed two because the other person backed out before and could have hired either or chose to hire kind of a more versatile rock star that could groom into something else down the road. Um, but the point of this, I'm going to finally get to it, was the client journey. So the journey from the time that made payment to the time that um, hired somebody was freaking amazing. So I know it had, like I could see the influence from Scott in there because they built in that journey, dialed in. And I thought our client journey for our mortgage business was pretty good and pretty tight. It's, you know, it's always evolving. But I went through this and I was like, oh man, I'm like, there's a wow factor in here. The way they set my expectations. I'll give you some specific examples, but we can all learn from that journey. I wish you could all go through it just to see how dialed in it was. And I even asked the people who I was interviewing, how was that hiring process? And both of them were raving about it because they've obviously been through some other hiring processes. And this one, they both were like, it was phenomenal. Like it was detailed. We knew exactly the next step. It was challenging. It was unique. Um, got a, like a mission accomplished and, and knew where we were every step of the way. And I got to tell you, I can, on my end, so on both ends, the client experience was dialed in. I've let Lauren and Scott know, I go, this is phenomenal. Like what you guys have done. Every mortgage agent should just go through this just to see and take influence into their own business. And so I'll give you an example of what was so cool. There was a bunch of little things, but a lot of times your clients, they always want to know kind of what the next step is. Like, what is the next step I need to do? And we take for granted that they're going to kind of know where we told them on a phone call and we think they're going to remember, but they don't, you know, they're, they're grinding away at work and they have kids or not. And it's a first time home buyer. And they're like, this is really stressful. And you're trying to tell them stuff and they're drinking from a fire hose. And uh, at some point in every deal, I do tell the client, Hey, as of right now, there's nothing you need to do. Go to bed, sleep like a baby. We got it. Nothing you need to do, but there's points before and after that where they probably still kind of wonder, and so what this Hired in Seven Days team did was something as so simple as this, but it had a big impact, was instantly I would get an email at, you know, as soon as we paid or whatever that timing was. And in the subject line, it would say step one of five and it would list out what it was. And it could have been, I forget what the step one was, um, but it said, and then in the email it was very detailed. Boom, 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 boom. Here we go. And then it would have hyperlinked to anything I needed to go check out or resources. And then I would get another one. 
that's the next point in the journey. I, sorry, then I got like a Gusto gift card, which was cool. I haven't used it, but um, I thought that was unique. It just said, hey, enjoy, like after I signed up, like, hey, enjoy coffee on us. Uh, I'm like, okay, that's really cool. Um, and then it said next email, yeah, it would be step two of five. And it would be like, you know, we're reviewing candidates from Indeed. And step three of five. And it would like brought me along the journey so I could A, quickly see in my inbox where I was, what it was called, and the expectations, anything I had to do would be listed in the email. Although a lot of times they were just updating us. And so at a glance, I could sort by the description. Um, it gave me easy to reference within my email. But I kind of knew, like, it's like, you know, when you fill out those online, those on, you know, you're signing up for whatever, some sort of marketing or service or, and then you're, you're through the shopping cart and it's like step one of four and you're like 70% there, 90% there, 90. And you're like, ah, I appreciate that. Cause I just kind of know, I need to know when the finish line is. I need to know where we are. It's how we all operate. And so in our mortgage business, I don't think a lot of us do this. And if you do, well, kudos to you, but I don't think a lot of us, we might think we're explaining stuff to people, but it might seem all over the place. And so something as simple as laying out your journey and if there's three steps, if it's the pre-approval journey, if it's the approval journey, you could have two different journeys, right? Because you could be, or you could combine them and you could have like step one of eight and one is like, you know, book your call. Then step two is boom. And so it, it accomplishes a couple things. It keeps your clients on board, makes them feel like they're accomplishing things, makes them feel like they're not missing out on something. And then for you and your team, that's kind of like a Trello board type thing. You can actually like track the emails you've sent and where you're at and where the clients are at based on the step three of six, step four of six. And then basically the rest of your team could jump in at step five. Okay. So you're up front is step one to four and that's what they do. And then step five to eight, it transfers over to this person. And so it's just an interesting way to think about it. We're going to play around with this and we're going to build out our journey. And I don't know if we're going to do the step one of four up front to get you pre-approved. And then once you actually buy something, we start another step one of four or step one of five, whatever, because there's different people involved at that point. And I think that might be probably the way we go because up front, we're going to have um, Devante. He's going to be handling that upfront process. And then there's going to be sort of be a pause in the middle because people are going to be out shopping um, and looking at stuff or analyzing the proposal and waiting to see if they want to do. And when they jump in, then we have to trigger something on the back end, and now it's going to be me and Jen, and Devante won't be involved there. And so we might start ours as, you know, step one of five. It's now approval time, the approval process. And so it's just really cool to kind of know it's something I went through and experienced, and there was a big wow factor. And there's also other things that they did in there that I won't get into, um, but, you know, they had videos very detailed with... Um, how they interviewed the candidates, how they kind of just gave everything to me and presented the information to me was extremely cool. A lot of influences on the business we have. There was a, literally, they would interview the clients. They would come up with their notes. They put the client through a test, an efficiency test or um, accuracy test and give them a grade. And then they'd interview them. They'd give me all the notes and the important notes they'd highlight in this reference manual, I guess, they'd send. And then they would jump on camera the, the team and they would tell me what they thought of each person and what their strengths and weaknesses were and why they thought they may work for them. They only present the best. 
So why they think they would work. And then they would show the video that they made the client or the candidate to. And then, so you see, there's all these things that got layered in. So I'd get this package at the end, I'd get to review it. And I was like, we do videos for clients where we walk them through. And I just did that through their journey. And I thought it was really cool. And I know our clients really, really appreciate it. So that's kind of cool. Um, but the, even sometimes those just super simple things, I knew without a shadow of a doubt where I was in their process at any given time. If they hadn't have done that step one of five, I would be sitting there going, okay, well, I, I kind of know they're on it, but I also kind of don't know where I stand, what's actually going on. Sometimes I don't care because I'm too busy. And other times I'm like, ah, I'd like to know, but well, in this, I knew it was like, boom, 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 boom. Step five of five. Here you go, Ryan, final package. Here you go. Go schedule your interviews now. And I was like, step back. And I was just like, clap, like, wow, new company. I think they've found 60, 65 assistants so far. Um, phenomenal, phenomenal. And the type of candidate we got, candidates we got amazing, like better than I could have anticipated. So it was a drop in the bucket to use their service. I think they're under charging. Um, and I think they should increase their prices dramatically because it saves me a ton of time. And the end product was phenomenal. So this is me sharing with you that client journey I went on. It's time for me to now leave because I have to take my kids to school. Um, and that's the end of the podcast anyways. So um, I'm going to keep you, once I get our journey dialed in, I'm going to share what that looks like to you and who's doing what. Because I think we can all draw inspiration. You can copy it if you like. Or you can go, you're crazy, Ryan. I don't like that. Um, or you can go, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use this part of it. And you know, it's all about sharing. That's, I just want to kind of share what's working and what's not. Um, so there you go. Client journey, hiredin7days.com. It was a phenomenal experience. I suggest you even pay the money and just go through the journey. <laughs> Seriously, if you don't need an assistant, um, you know, just go through the journey and see it. And you'll be like, oh, I've, my mortgage business has been up for seven years and. I don't do any of that for my clients. And that's how I felt. I felt like, wow, they've like, <laughs> can, can you build my journey for me? I felt like, geez, what have I been doing? Even though I think our journey is pretty good, but I'm going to tighten it up. Okay. So that's it kids. Um, peace out. Five texts today. West coast Wiley out. Bye. This is an, I love mortgage brokering production.